0: Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Pursuing Greatness Podcast, a place where experts share their wisdom on living well by mastering your health, your wealth, your relationships, and your spirit. Before we get started, I want to remind everyone that the best way to support the show is simply to share this episode with your friends and family. Also, if you want to learn more about mastering life, go to our website at pursuinggreatnesspodcast.com. With that said, I hope you enjoy the episode. We have a very special guest with us today, so grab your pen and paper and enjoy the journey. All right, we are live. Today we have with us Dan Portick. Dan is a best-selling author and a business owner over three decades experience, so I'm uh, I'm happy to have Dan here on the show to uh, to talk about his experience in business and uh, and how everybody listening and watching can kind of take his experience and, and add it to their own life. Dan, thanks for hopping on. Oh, thanks for having me. This is great. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, to get us started, we always start with stories.
1: So why don't you tell us a little bit about your story? How did you uh, get to where you're at today? Sure, sure. Well, I didn't know how far back I should go, but I'll uh, I'll start, you know, out of school, I uh, actually started selling health club memberships back in, oh my gosh, back when those were really popular. And I learned how to sell, which was probably one of the biggest features, or, you know, benefits I've had over the years, building businesses. And I learned to do that through a gentleman named Tom Hopkins. And uh, at, during the health club training, they had a, a teacher that was, you know, he, we were training from his books, which was really kind of nice. So over the years, I've um, built businesses uh, primarily in the video content marketing world and advertising world. Um, I had an ad agency for 20 years in the Cleveland area and uh, grew that pretty good size. And then we kind of reinvented ourselves around 2009 and became a video content marketing group. It was, uh, that seemed to be the real popular thing to do. And uh, that really started taking off because we we saw that that was a, a nice niche for us in between like becoming a big agency And, you know, a freelancer, there was a nice niche where there wasn't a lot of competition at the time where, you know, if you were going in as a big agency, you're competing against big agencies. But if you're going as a video production, a video content marketing group, there's not that much competition. So we were able to get into some really big companies by doing that. Um, And that's where BVS Film Production came about. Um, Over that time, I'm starting to see, uh, you know, with the company I'm with now, BVS Film Productions, probably about five years ago, I started to see... um, the market changed and I was able to do my same closes that I used with this gentleman, Tom Hopkins online. And at at some point I wasn't even talking to customers and we were closing sales. So I ended up reaching out to Tom Hopkins. He was my mentor at the time and we ended up writing a best-selling book together. So I got into the author world too. (laughs) Um, And that's kind of where I am right now. I've got a video production company. I've um, authored books. I have four books out right now. And then also writing his, um, well, we're filming his life story now, now that he's retiring. So whew, 30 years in five minutes. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Very cool. So, so you got started, it sounds like almost door to door kind of sales with uh, with the health membership. Yeah. Back then health club memberships were, you know, they call it a hard close, but it really wasn't. If you're good at what you do, you don't need to lock the door and make somebody stay in there until they approve it. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? So, but that was kind of the, uh, I don't know what you'd call it. Just that's what everybody was thinking back then. Interesting. So, um, take us to your, to your, your ad
0: agency. So that you say, you said 20 years, you've had it for 20 years. So that's uh, quite a bit of experience. Um, yeah. So how did you kind of, how did you get started there? Like what was the first, I'm sure, you know, when you get stuck, when you got started, there wasn't, you know, digital marketing like there
1: is today. So were you uh, print and paper and everything like that? Print and paper. Um, I knew nothing about the industry at all. I had no formal training in advertising agencies or whatever it might have been at the time, but I knew how to sell. So I had some friends that had a photo studio, and um, I think it was a photo lab, and they they were struggling a little bit. And they said, "Hey, you know what? You seem to be doing really well in the health club world. How would you like to come work for us and um, you know sell?" for us because we really, we were creatives. We didn't really didn't know how to sell. So I took that same training and went into their, their group. And we just started taking off. We had, they, they started making brochures at the time. That was like the big thing. We want to make a brochure. We don't want photography is great, but we need to do the next thing. So I had a really the one partner I had was really intelligent. He was just uh he he five books a night, you know, that kind of guy. So he learned everything about it. I just went out and sold it and um it grew. It grew pretty big in in the Cleveland area and then probably run within maybe 8 years into it. My dad said, "Why don't you just, you know, take it over? <laughs> Become a partner in it. You know, you're, you're you're the main you're one of the main guys there. Become a partner to start." So I became a partner in it and um then I Ended up taking it over probably five years before we turned it into something else, which was probably about fifteen years ago. So that's kind of the process. I learned trial and error. You know, you know, it's just the way it works sometimes. You know, you do a lot of it, and you know, it, it'll pay off if you do it yeah. right and stick with that's it. That's a that's often how uh, how business works is trial and error. So <laughs> sure, you know, just don't be disappointed when things fail. You just mm-hmm. find another way how not to do it right. Yep, absolutely. Yeah. Um, so, you know, a lot of people
0: listening, watching, they are kind of on the entrepreneurial path. They're, they're mm-hmm. business owners, small business owners. Um, they're thinking about their business and how to grow it, how to get it to the next stage. So you're a master in sales, you're a master in marketing. What are some of the main tips that you or actually, what are the main, um, issues that you see people or mistakes you see people making <laughs> in their business when it comes to their sales and marketing process?
1: <gasps> where do I begin? (laughs) So, well, probably the biggest problem is a a lot of people that are in sales are trying to take shortcuts. They're trying to do automated messages. I can't tell you how many automated messages I get every day. And it just, and and the problem with those are, you know, you're doing, you'll get a message, you try to reply to it, you get another automated message. It it takes the human... Yeah. So annoying. (laughs) And, you know, even if you're interested, you can't get, I can't even tell you how many sales people are losing because of that. So they they lost the human factor in many, many cases. That's part of the issue. You know, the other part is they're not doing the numbers. You need to do numbers and there's going to be rejection. There's going to be huge rejection. And a lot of people nowadays can't handle that rejection and they don't understand the philosophy behind sales and rejection. And that's a part of the process every hundred knows you get a yes. That's, you know, the equation usually. Really? So uh, I, yeah, I, I think that's just the way it is. I mean, those, that's direct sales. You know, there are other type of sales, online sales, it's a different story, but direct sales definitely, um, that that's, that's important. Okay. So, so the main issue you see
0: people running into is that they're not trying enough is that they're, they're not going for the hundred. They're, you know, getting to maybe five, 10 and then they get discouraged.
1: Right. Um, in my book, Fill Your Funnel, I, I wrote that with, with Tom Hopkins. It talks about, it goes through the whole process, primarily online selling and really what it takes. And, you know, there's not a lot of phone calling anymore, which is fine. It, it's it's primarily online, but yeah. you still have to do those numbers. You have to send out a hundred of these, uh, you know, messages through your social environment um, to really see any response.
0: And so you, uh, you recommend people Doing DMs to for their business in order to get in order to generate business.
1: Yeah, direct messaging through their social environment. So I wouldn't just start sending emails out randomly. That's that falls into that spam world, and you know you, you get turned off very quickly. But you can go in through LinkedIn, and you can take your current messages, build that. You know, profile and make it look good um, and start getting people into your network. Um, and then you can message those people. I mean, I probably get 90% of my business through LinkedIn right now, direct messaging through LinkedIn. I've, I've been in it since its inception. So I've got millions of people in there, and my main line is in the thousands. So I can segment it out to specific people, send certain messages.
0: Oh, interesting. So you're, you're talking about uh, the sales navigator where you actually go in, Correct. you you identify exactly who you want to talk with, and then you you
1: reach out through that way. Right. And um, the messages are very short, and they have a video link connected to them. And I make sure on the videos that there is um, a subtitle through everything, closed caption. So most people, 70% of people don't listen to their videos. They only listen with the volume off You know when they're watching them yeah so you got to make sure that you have your you know uh closed caption in there as well huh i
0: did not I did not know that that's a, that's yeah. an interesting fact
1: yeah cool. cool so um
0: so that's your business you 've also been writing books, which is uh, a lot another thing that many people are you know looking at for their own business for their own um, you know their own life really just they have a goal of writing a book they haven 't done it yet. take us through the process that you went through to actually get the book done um, and
1: published and out into the world. Sure. So uh, as I mentioned with my first real book was fill your funnel. And that was, I I found the Tom Hopkins online and I asked him if he'd be interested in partnering with me on this concept. So really the key behind it was I, I brought in someone that really knew what he was doing. He's written, I don't know. I think it's somewhere between 17 or 20 books. Many of them were bestsellers, you know, in the millions of um, copies. And um, it took about a month or two. Um, I got a hold of their uh, – v- he, he basically said, I like the concept. We'll go to my VP, talk to them. So I talked to her, and she, um, she said, okay, send me an outline. So it was real easy. I put an outline together. Here's the different things that we, we do and, you know, what I'm suggesting in this book. They took it and she says, okay, let me go shop this with some of the publishers out there. So we, she did that and they, she found one that really loved the concept. And they're like, you write this, we'll put it out. Okay. If this stuff's working for you, we'll put it out and uh, we'll publish it and take, you know, takes to the next level. So from there, it was about a year. Um, it's kind of. You know, I hear it's equating to having a baby. (laughs) It it was a little difficult. Uh, You know, she said, basically, the next thing she said was, give me a brain dump. Just type everything you can on the subjects that you're talking about. I don't care about the grammar. I don't care about the organization. Send it to me. So their team really helped put this whole thing together. And they took it in, uh, took me under their wings and and really just made this book. It helped me make this book. So I put my, I don't know, 15,000, 20,000 words in, sent it to them uh over a year uh Tom put his part in on this, and uh they just put it together so it just was beautiful what it was done and uh it went into the marketplace uh, with some unique promotions it became a bestseller in like uh, i think it was within two months wow that's yeah, killer. really nice yeah so it's uh so the editor that's the that's the secret sauce right there. Well, yeah. It, uh, they're a ghostwriter, which is really nice. I, I, uh, every book I've written since then has a ghostwriter because they know how to make it look right. They know your, how you write or how you're, how things are supposed to go in that world. Uh, it's worth the investment. They're not that expensive. Um, and then I always make sure I have an audio book available in a printed version. Amazon makes it very easy. You can go into their program and pick up a uh, audio person and Everybody, they just do it right there, which is kind of nice.
0: Huh. That's really cool. Ghostwriters. Yeah. I've, uh, I've, I mean, I've heard of them obviously, but I've never, um, I've never considered it. That's a, that's a really good idea. Is there, how'd you go about finding the ghostwriter?
1: Was it? Well, it was actually Tom Hopkins, vice president. She wrote all his oh. books, which was really nice. So I've been using her for, for that as well. Uh, but if I would say that one of the biggest things is really trying to get out and on your first book, maybe partner with someone else that's of notoriety, um, my second book that I wrote, uh, the online secret door, um, really talks about how to get to those people and mm. how to reach them, Um, and and that's really I'm sorry, the secret online door. Yeah, the secret online door. Um, <laughs> Don't I screw remember. up your own title. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, DanPortik.com. If you go there, they're all there. <laughs> they're all there. But uh, no, so but that one really talks about how I got to him and the different ingredients you need to get someone like that person or of that level to take notice of, of your message. I love it. I love it. Um,
0: so let's go back to the, the small business owner, you know, the the person watching who, Mm -hmm. who has their business, they're looking to go to the next level, give them just what is one thing, just one piece of advice that you could give them for their marketing and sales, uh, to kind
1: of take them to the next level. One thing is attitude. That's that. That would be it. Out of everything, positive attitude. There are no failures. You can't look back. You're going to have them, but you must keep moving forward. I'd say out of everything.
0: Absolutely. I mean, for for business, definitely. I, I I love that piece of advice because you know you always run into issues. It doesn't matter what business you're you're running. You're gonna get. You're gonna hit those uh, the the hiccups. You're gonna fall down sometimes, and it really is just moving forward and uh, not even caring about you know the the mistake that you did yesterday.
1: Yeah, learning curve.
0: So uh, um, I'm a big uh, big believer in, as you said, failures. Uh, well, quote unquote failures. I think that failures are kind of what shape our character. Um, what what really help us to grow into the people that we need to become. So, um, what is, if you kind of look back over your career, 20 years, uh, what is one of those, those pivotal moments, those pivotal quote unquote failures that you ran into?
1: Oh, that... where do I begin?
0: I've got one big one. Yeah, I can okay. tell you. <laughs> Yep. Go yeah, into that. So... Tell us uh, kind of how it shaped
1: who you sure. are today. Yeah. So 2009, my agency was really cranking. It was doing really well. I had big customers. We were hitting a good number dollar wise. And again, like I know at the time I had maybe 12 employees, which is a good sized company. It was growing. It was a nice boutique company and we were really building it. And, um, I had one, I, I think at the first, the economy kind of just kind of did a, did a hiccup in 2009. It went really South. And I put a lot of resources in building the business and trusting, trusting a lot of people that, uh, in com- customers and employees that um at one point they just kind of like jump ship all at the same time, so I went through i don't know if you're familiar with you'd have to really know wrestling you know uh the whatever that w w f wrestling but the four post massacre where they're all coming ah, top yeah. <laughs> jump from every side It's pretty much what happened to me, and uh that was a brutal lesson on uh not having enough resources to build that business to the next level and have a backup with with your with funds more than anything Um, but also the the business model at the time was changing and I didn't I didn't have the foresight to see beyond that so I ended up having to close my business in 2009 my the the ad agency they had for 20 years which was kind of a blow it's one of those things you built it for 20 years and you had to reinvent and come up with another way to do business. So I did do that and um, built it back up again. Uh, but in between there, I tried some other jobs my way. So why don't you try a couple of jobs? And I said, uh, I'll give it a shot, but it didn't work out very well. <laughs> I was always a business owner. I've never, I would always go in and would, there'd be like two owners and it didn't, you know, and I wasn't there in that role. So uh, I hung a shingle again, two years later and uh, built the business back up. And I, I knew that's where I needed to be the rest of my career absolutely i mean yeah if you if you get started as a business owner
0: i can only imagine how difficult it would be to go back to a w-2 job and and, you know be in that position uh, it's it's a definitely definite mind
1: shift that you'd have to make at that point yeah you know and this is one of those things i tried it and i said this isn't where i need to be you know It, it was a good lesson learned
0: yep 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 Awesome. Well, I'm pushing us into the qu- quick question round. We are nearing the 20 minute mark. So this is a, uh, really easy questions. Um, and then you're going to give us quick answers in response. It starts with books cause I'm a big bookie. You've written books, so you have to be a bookie. <laughs> so mm-hmm. we start with, uh, two book recommendations. Um, Give me one for business, uh, or marketing sales, whatever, you know, in that area. And then one book recommendation for general life wisdom.
1: Other than mine, you can give yours.
0: <laughs> there is no, no requirements here.
1: All right. So one book that you, you really should get, if you're going to go into sales and marketing is, uh, how to master the Art of selling by Tom Hopkins. It was, it is the Bible of selling. It will teach you how to sell ever, anything anywhere. So that that's one, um, Gosh, life lessons. Uh, That's a tough one. I, uh, you know, um, Oh, Tony Robbins, uh, uh, the giant within, I think is the name of it. That was a big one that really helped me to, to get motivated to just in general in life.
0: I've, uh, I've heard good, good reviews about that one. I haven't picked it up myself, but I've heard good things. Yeah, it's great. Um, Awesome. Next question is habits. Uh, Habits are the foundation of our life. So if you could kind of look at your life and pick one habit that you feel has kind of
1: contributed the most to your success today, what would that habit be? Uh, It's more of an obsession, I would think. (laughs) Uh, My obsession to prospect. If I'm not prospecting, I start shaking almost <laughs> um, <laughs> you got, you got your Jones in for, prospecting. I've got to get my hundred in. I got to get that in there. I have to do it. You got to be a maniac about that in, in my world. So
0: prospecting, the, I love it. And that's a, that kind of goes to show the, the mentality that you have to have, um, if you are in sales, cause you know, you're so good at it and, but you need it. Like that's part of who you are. It's, it's part of what you do. And so I love it. Yeah. Um, Next question is for your younger self. So if you could go back to the Dan who, you know, 20, 30 years ago, who was just hanging his first shingle, you know, just opening the door, go to him, grab his hand, look him in the eye, and give him one piece of advice moving forward in business. What would that piece uh, of advice be?
1: <laughs> Don't party so much when you start making money.
0: <laughs> Straight on. up. That's, you got you to
1: gotta let him have that fun, right? <laughs> well, too much was the key word there. <laughs> ah,
0: there you go. There you go. Don't
1: take your eye off the ball. Absolutely,
0: that's the key. Next question is relaxation. We all need to unwind so where is the place that you go to find uh to kind of find
1: a little bit of r and r in your life? um My wife and I like to go to the casinos. We do that We'll just do little two day trips, go to some of the nicer casinos uh sometimes we'll go to North Carolina and just hang out there um without issues now, it's just primarily casinos and the couple local places around here we don't really do any heavy duty traveling Uh, yeah that's relaxing for me COVID yeah I mean everybody has their own thing and
0: especially COVID times are the casinos even open I feel like they
1: yeah yeah they they opened up about a month ago and they're very social distancing every third machine you know just take enough to lose to have fun and you know enjoy it and that's about it yep awesome uh
0: final quick question is Quotes. Um, this one's a hard one for many guests because they don't have the full quote in their mind. So if you can't remember it fully, just give us the the feeling behind the quote. So what is your favorite quote that you kind of live by? Do what
1: you fear most. I love it. I love That's it. That's from Tom Hopkins. Do the thing you fear. That is great advice. I do have another one that I have on the wall, really quick. Can I give one more?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go okay.
1: You must do the most productive thing at every given moment. I like that. Yeah. Kind of echoes the, uh,
0: the one thing. Um, I can't remember who wrote that book, but, uh, you know, do that one thing that you need to get done, um, today. Don't, don't wait, just get it done. Right. Like it. Final question. And this one is for the guests. Um, you've given given us some good wisdom, good advice about marketing sales. So some people out there, they want to get in
1: contact with you. They want to ask you questions. How can they do that? They can do that by going to Dan Portik d a n p o r t i k dot com. Uh, I have a email there. They can reach me through that. They'll see my b- blogs, the books, everything that I'm doing. All these podcasts are on there as well.
0: Awesome. Um, and last thing, this is an opportunity for you to plug anything that you any op- any offer that you guys are kind of uh, you know
1: highlighting today. Um, go for it. Sure. So, um, we have a kind of an outstanding offer that if you, uh, purchase one of the books, we'll send another one to you, um, at no charge. So any one of my books, if you pick one up, you know, and leave a review on Amazon. So we know that you have it. Um, and then from there, just email us and, uh, we'll send you one of our other books, um, that we have in our library.
0: Awesome so danportick.com is the website i will put that url in the show notes so if you want to reach out to dan click that little more under the description it'll pop down you can see the link there click through say hi to dan Um, awesome dan well thank you very much for hopping on the show today for everybody who's with us thank you guys for showing up we could not do this without you um again the best way to support the show is just to subscribe like and share this episode with your friends and family Other than that, I hope you guys have a good week, and I look forward to seeing you on the next episode. Thank you for joining us for another episode of the Pursuing Greatness podcast. I hope you enjoyed the show and got some actionable advice and insights that you can apply to your own life today. If you enjoyed the show and you'd like to support us, the best way to do so would just be to subscribe to the show and share this episode with your friends and your family. If you'd like to learn more about how to master your life by mastering your health, wealth, relationships, and spirit, head on over to our website at pursuinggreatnesspodcast.com. With that said, I hope you have an absolutely amazing day. Keep living in integrity with yourself, and I look forward
1: to seeing you on the next episode.